Hi, and welcome to Bat Books for Beginners. I'm Nick, and if you're unfamiliar with this segment, this is where I review a particular Batman trade paperback or back issues and give my general review of it. Today I'm looking at Batman Blind Justice, which collects Detective Comics 598 through to 600. This was written by Sam Hamm, the screenwriter for Batman, the 1989 movie directed by Tim Burton, which you might have seen. The art was provided by the late Dick Giordano, who's worked on many Batman comics in the past and, inc- and an incredible amount of comics over the last 40, 50 years, and is a legendary artist in his own right. And these issues celebrated Detective's 600th issue, obviously, and Batman's 50-year anniversary, so it's a pretty special event. I'd also like to make a quick statement about a few, or about a change that I am making to the BBFB segment. Um, I've decided to get rid of the plot recap that I usually do, mostly because it uh, takes me quite a bit of time to do it. It's quite a bit of hard work, and it also takes a lot of time out of the BBFB segment. Um, so I decided to cut that out. Um, if you want it back, email me. If you're happy it's gone, email me. Just let me know what your feedback is to that. Do you like having the recap? Do you like remembering what happened in the story? Or would you rather I cut it out and went straight to my review? It's up to you. But for now, I'm leaving it out till I get some emails. Anyway, enough about that. Let's uh, get on with reviewing Batman Blind Justice. So, Blind Justice. Quite a lengthy story, I have to say. It amounts to about 150 pages. The first and the third issues in this story arc were 80-page giants. As well as there were, there were some filler pieces, arts and short essays from people commem- commemorating Batman's uh, anniversary. But the story itself was very, very lengthy. Now, in this story, we get to see a lot of Bruce Wayne. Um, more so than we do... Batman, but it's um, I think it's compelling enough, the Bruce Wayne stuff, to keep you interested in how Bruce is going to get out of the situation that he found himself in, in this story. Uh, there's some mind control, which is involved as the main plot of the story, and I'm going to admit, it's a little bit silly. It's okay in some bits, not great in others. Kind of off-putting a little bit, for me. Um, and then after we have an initial mind sort of transfer story, people controlling other people's bodies, the story becomes more of a court case before reverting to some more mind control craziness. Um, we get to see a lot more of Wayne Tech, um, some sinister figures in Wayne Tech who are maybe perhaps trying to get make their own personal gain in the company. We do get to see a few flashbacks to Bruce's past whilst he's travelling and training uh, around the world, which includes seeing a few of his former mentors. One of them was Henri Ducard, 
um, who also appeared in the present storyline to do with the court case. But there wasn't a lot to do with Bruce's background. I've always found that a very interesting area, and one that there's not been a lot done with it. You see glimpses here and there, here of what he's been up to, but we've never seen it. Um, I think it'd be a perfect chance for maybe a comic series, although I'd rather stay away from that because I feel we've got far too many Batman comic series at the moment. Um, Maybe a TV show. But something... There's so much time there that could be filled in, and it's something where a lot of stories could really be very interesting. And Kind of like Batman Year One, but Batman just his training. I think it could be a very interesting story. And I'm very, very surprised DC have never got round to really um, investing some time into that. So, but in Blind Justice, get to see a bit of it. Very exciting. Before you can really start to enjoy it, it's gone. Which is a bit of a shame. But at least it was there. Um, There were some moments here with uh, Commissioner Gordon uh, between Bruce, which were quite interesting. And it starts to raise the question, does Gordon know that Bruce is Batman? Um, For instance, Bruce is in surgery in the story, the bat signal comes on, and Batman doesn't come for a while. And I really thought that Gordon, in his moments with Bruce, it felt like there was something there, as if he was trying to tell him something, that he knows what's going on, or at least suspects it. And, uh, you know, some of the greatest Batman stories out there have involved the Bruce Wayne persona more than Batman. And this certainly went down that route. And Gordon... Uh, to, tr- to really try and cement his suspicion, says that he's willing to testify for Bruce at, in his court hearing, hearing as a character witness. And um, you really do think these suspicions are starting to bloom with Gordon. The ending of the book was quite good. I was not expecting it. It has a bit of a shock. Um, I really enjoyed that. Felt like the stakes were quite high. We had a female character introduced, I can't remember her name. She turns up at the start looking for her long-lost adopted brother, who she's never been able to find. She believes he works at Wayne Tech. She gets to know Bruce, obviously. Things happen, we get to see the brother, blah, blah, blah. And then she just sits around for literally two two issues. She just sits there, basically having a chat with uh, the brother. Maybe there's some romance with Bruce, nothing ever happens because he's far too busy to think about it. And before you know it, um, she's just sitting there the whole time and then something happens at the end and she's there for this big finale event. Just for her reaction, really, just so that she shouts at Bruce. That's pretty much the only point. And I thought it was... She, herself, she was a very weak character. Just there, really, for those final few pages. Um, Now, I don't like to have a go at Dick Giordano, uh, his art. But I must admit, I thought this was quite weak. Um, I thought it was the artwork was pretty basic. I didn't have much detail to the faces in particular. And I just have to say, it didn't really impress me, which was a shame. And over such a long story arc, I found it a little frustrating. It kind of spoiled the feel of what should have been a very good comic book. And, yeah, it didn't, didn't impress me, really. Um, the introduction of Henri Ducard was very cool in this book. And we got... It's good to see he's not necessarily an ally to Bruce or Batman. Um, of course, you might know, might know we saw Henri Ducard kind of in Batman Begins, so that was very cool to see. Again, a bit of a flashback to Bruce's training. And it was nice to see that rather than offer up um, an assortment of classic Batman villains as is usually 
used by writers in Big Batman epics, Nightfall, whatever. Um, Sam Hamm, the writer, decided to go a different route and give us some original villains, like we had the Bone Crusher. Not great. A little bit, okay, a bit sort of like a prototype for Bane. And I've just remembered us. I think I've mentioned that sort of thing before. So I think Bane was the the result of several similar characters. Um, and you know, introducing um, the evil Doctor Harbringer. Although surely Bruce Wayne or Batman should have figured out that someone called Doctor Harbringer would turn out to be the Harbringer of Doom. But clearly not that bright. And people like Ducard, it was great to see them. These original characters come in, and they worked out fairly well, most of them. Um, so, you know, this is worth reading, I think, especially for the introduction of Ducard. But I was left feeling very underwhelmed by what could have been an excellent story with just a little bit more effort. Um, not quite to the level I was hoping for something as big as this. And the book seems to have been forgotten a bit by Batman fans, and I can understand why, because I got a little bit bored during the middle of this story. It's very long, and there's some parts in the middle which are really a bit baggy and just shouldn't have been there. But there were some very good parts, usually the parts involving Bruce Wayne um, and his court case. But the silly mind-control plot, which was over long, and the poor art really didn't do much for me. So for Batman's 50th birthday... I really think it should have been a bit better. I'm going to be giving it two out of five batarangs. Well, that was my review for Batman Blind Justice. Obviously, it wasn't the most impressive book for me. Next time, I'll be looking at Batman Birth of the Demon, where hopefully we should be learning a little bit more about Ra's al Ghul's origin story and uh, most of his, hopefully, a bit about his life before he met Batman. Um, so look forward to that next time. I'll also be putting on the Batman Universe forums the next batch of books that I'm going to be reviewing. So you can get ahead for the books I'm reviewing, because it can be quite tough to keep up with me. But uh, that will be up there soon, so the next six to eight books. So you can uh, just keep an eye on what's coming up. That's all for now. If you have any questions, comments... Anything you'd like to ask me at all, please send an email to nick at thebatmanuniverse.net. Uh, maybe you want the plots to come back. Maybe you're happy the plot recaps aren't continuing anymore. Let me know what you want to hear more of in this segment. Anyway, that's it for me. Now I'm going to send you back to the Batman Universe comic podcast. See you later. Save her, Alfred. I don't think she wanted to be saved, sir. Vengeance blackens the soul, Bruce. I always feared you would become that which you fought against. You walk the edge of that abyss every night. But you haven't fallen in, and I thank heaven for that. <laughs>